0: It is the Frank and Friends show. Hi, I'm Frank Murphy.
1: And I'm Kira Cup.
0: Happy Easter.
1: Happy Easter.
0: It's still Easter for eight days after Easter. Sure. Now, well, it is. <laughs> it's called the Octave of Easter. You know, it's some, this holiday. It's like Christmas, really. But, except bigger. Easter's more important than, than Christmas. And uh, it's so big that um, in the... World of the church, eight days, octave of Easter, all still counts as Easter. It's basically one day in the church, even though for us it takes eight days to do it.
1: Okay, so it's a whole big event.
0: So today is Easter Tuesday, and tomorrow is Easter Wednesday. And
1: Do you do anything to celebrate that? Like the days of Easter?
0: You mean... Oh. Marshmallow peeps? <laughs> I know, I've I safely... Um, I've got my peeps standing by. I'm sorry, that was probably loud. I've got my peeps standing by, and I'd... Um, I'd offer you one, but I wouldn't want to insult your uh, your veganism.
1: I know. They've got the gelatin and the sugar. Yeah. But I know that you love them. I do. It? I do
0: enjoy them. Um, I, um, you know, I always like to have some standing by.
1: You do. Like, <laughs> I've got
0: some emergency peeps.
1: <laughs> Out of all the time I've known you, the peeps always come up somehow.
0: Well, I don't eat them as much as you would think. And it's cause I, because I'm self-conscious about it. I think... Um, and I feel guilty. I, I would love to have peeps more, and I probably should just not worry about it because the stress of, of thinking about how the peeps are going to make me fat-er uh, is probably worse, you know. But I also am saving them for a day when I can take them outside and roast them like, you know, toast, toasted marshmallows. Yeah. But that hasn't, that never happens except, you know, maybe once a year when the Artie and the Rocket Brothers are in town, we'll go out. Artie loves peeps, too. Oh. So we'll go out and roast peeps together after there's been a a cookout. If we've cooked, you know, burgers or smoked chicken or ribs or whatever is being meat, you wouldn't know. It's a thing where you build a fire. Okay. And then uh, next, and then you have this other place where you put the meat in the smoke box and the meat cooks as the smoke passes through it.
1: Disgusting.
0: All right. Well, you can also grill vegetables
1: delicious. Alright, so anyway, that's, um,
0: <laughs> so I haven't, uh, haven't really peeped out. Uh, <laughs> peeped out. This year.
1: <laughs> I See, mean, for a second when you were talking about them, I kind of thought you were going to say that you would plant the peeps and hope that they'd grow into a tree.
0: Did you hear me say that on the radio? No, I didn't. Because, uh, on <laughs> last week, I did this joke about the DJ who's on after me. Mm-hmm. His name is, uh, JJ Jeffries and I'm, I'm always trying to make some silly joke you know he says talk about me promote me on your show I'm like okay well you asked for it so I said that JJ uh, Jeffries and I really love Easter candy in fact he took a package of jelly beans and is planting them the- <laughs> and planted them hoping to grow a candy garden because <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous right be
1: amazing if that was how it worked
0: <laughs> yeah and then the other day I said that um, he had imp- he's in the import export business as is his day job I said that he had imported a bunch of chocolate but the shipping container was late so he's got his staff trying to hand mold all these Valentine hearts into something that vaguely resembles an Easter egg which <laughs> I, <laughs> I, he thought it was funny he thought it was, and then I told him that that joke actually is inspired by an old Bob and Ray routine Bob and Ray were these two radio comedians who greatly influenced me um, Bob's son is Chris Elliott and his daughter is Abby Elliott for you Saturday Night Live fans you would know who they are but um, these, when I was a kid, I was 10 years old, listening to these two old dudes on the radio doing these, to me, mind-bending comedy bits, uh, and they did it so straight and so deadpan and so serious. So they had this one fake commercial where they were talking about, at the uh, Bob and Ray warehouse, the shipment of beautiful chocolate Easter bunnies with the purple ribbons around their neck had been placed next to the hot steam pipes and now, wow! They've got this incredible offer. So instead of selling chocolate Easter bunnies as we'd planned, we're selling chocolate wobblies. And you can chocolate use your imagination. <laughs> maybe you see. Maybe you see a pterodactyl. <laughs> maybe you see something else. An anteater. <laughs> and he said, and best of all, every chocolate inside every chocolate wobbly is hidden a purple ribbon as an extra surprise.
1: It's <laughs> a purple ribbon because it's going to be on the outside. Yeah, it
0: used to be tied around the neck of the rabbit. Aww. So. That was the idea that I had. I was thinking of a way to just do that similar uh, right. with the joke about J.J. J. Jeffries taking Valentine hearts in his hand and and warming them and making them into ovoids. It's
1: not a bad idea.
0: Yeah. <laughs> mm. it, um, but I guess if you, I mean, I've heard that when you're shopping that there's supposed to be maybe some shortages on everything this year.
1: Yeah. I've heard that, too. But when
0: I went to Aldi the other day, they seemed to they had peeps. They had, they had these German candies that I'd never heard of.
1: Hey, Aldi has everything. I'm a part of a group on Facebook about the Aldi Isle of Shame.
0: I'm sorry. The, <laughs> I need to know about this. What is it called?
1: Aldi Isle of Shame. Like,
0: as in A-I-S-L-E, like a supermarket aisle? Yep. What is the Isle of Shame?
1: So, like, if you go to Aldi... Yeah, I was the just por- there
0: after church. on yeah. uh, Not Easter, but the week before.
1: Okay, so, like, it's a small building, sort of, and they have, like, food, produce, literally just about everything, but instead of having multiple quantities of stuff, yeah. they've got, like, one brand.
0: And they rotate things out. Like, there's some things that are there for a limited time. It's, it's almost like a, I mean, it's definitely a discount store.
1: Oh, absolutely. And then, like, there's this one aisle that you can go down. It's about in the middle of the store, sometimes. Yeah. And they have all kinds of just random things. Like
0: Oh, like the stuff that was supposed to sell last month. But also you mean, oh no, you mean like the household items.
1: Household items like candles, um, laundry baskets sometimes. Uh, I bought
0: a pool float there. Jim Johnson, our friend Jim Johnson, uh, was desperate for a pool float and he got one at Aldi and he told me about it. So then I went to my Aldi and got one
1: just like he had. They bought great stuff. There was even the darn table, okay, a few months ago. There was this table... Everybody just had to get their hands on from Aldi. And it's all you would see in that Facebook post. It's like, I can't find the table. Where's the table?
0: How bad do you need a table?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it looked nice, but not that nice. There's a
0: guy I found on YouTube called The Deal Guy. Have you seen him?
1: I've heard of him, yeah. So
0: he does videos where... And he's 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 over the top of his personality, which is why you watch it. But he does these videos where it's like, here's everything you need to buy at Sam's Club this month. But he does one for Sam's Club, Costco... And a couple of other stores, but he does one for Aldi. Mm -hmm. So I actually got sucked into watching the one for Aldi, and I go to Aldi, and I'm like, I wanted to buy all the things, and I realized I don't need any of this. But it was (laughs) mostly what you're talking about was these, you know, not food items at all. These like hardware store type items that are in the Isle of shame. But I also did go to the frozen food section, and I was going to buy some bowl. You know, look at this. It's like a breakfast bowl, but you can microwave it. Oh, it's got eggs. Oh, it's vegetables. Oh, and things. I read, you know, like, almost, I had it in my hand, and I read the ingredients on the back and the sodium. I'm like, oh, sorry, deal guy. I, unhealthy. I, I can't. I, I'm not going to. But yeah. I ended up buying some other stuff at Aldi that I probably shouldn't have. Um, but it was good. I bought a bag of um, sweet potatoes and carrots that are supposed to roast in the oven. Mm-hmm. But it takes, like, 45 minutes. And Jerry says, well, she just fried them up in a pan, and we had them, like, as hash browns with our scrambled eggs.
1: That sounds delicious. It was great.
0: So yeah, that was good. And then um, the other thing that I was trying to, I wanted to get some bottled water. I needed, um, I need like a, I think our Brita filter is broken, or just it tastes gross, plasticky. So I need to maybe get a new one, or clean it better, or do something to it. So I was see that jug of um, of water over there. I do. So I want, it's a gallon jug of water. So I needed to buy as many as I could. But the problem is with me with Aldi is, you know, they don't have you have to pay for a shopping cart. So normally, I'm walking around carrying and I already, I knew I was going to buy at least four bags of coffee and four gallons of water. I can't just go carrying that around mm-hmm. and then start laying on frozen sweet potatoes and... Um,
1: and the chocolates and all the things. I didn't get any candy. I,
0: I mean, I got a marked down apple pie for ninety
1: nine. That's a deal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, that uh, I mean, I was an impulse buy. I was right at the... So the point is, I had to figure, I need to get a shopping cart. And I know... That they have shopping carts at Aldi, and I know that you have to rent them. I know that it costs money.
1: 25 cents, to be exact.
0: So, but I've never gotten close enough to them to figure out. So I was hanging in the parking lot. <laughs> oh, Because sometimes people don't, um, tur- they leave their carts. and They don't ever get their 25. 25- I didn't know you got your 25 cents back. I thought you just had to pay 25 cents, and it, that was it. You cost you 25 cents to use a cart, I thought. And I saw. Well, I've heard of people who generously leave their carts loose in the parking lot for some guy who doesn't have the quarter to go take the take it and and use it, right? But this time, I, as it turns out, had some spare change in the in the car. I thought, well, you know what? I don't normally have spare change in the car. I do. I'm at Aldi. I need to buy things that are heavy. I'm gonna take a quarter or take. I took all the spare change actually because I didn't really know how much it would cost. <laughs> So I have like a, a dollar in spare change in my hand, and I'm going over to the shopping carts, and it says, you put a quarter in, take a quarter out, you get it back. I said, oh. So I struggled. I struggled. <laughs> I struggled. I'm, 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 I'm working at it, and then a guy is waiting impatiently behind me. I said, oh, sorry, you go ahead.
1: I can just imagine you doing this because, like, the way they have it, it's like regular shopping carts. Yeah. But on the upper right-hand side, there's, like, these little things that look like seatbelt buckles.
0: Yeah, and they, like, chain, they chain them together. That yeah, way.
1: and then you put the quarter in, and it, like, puts the backside out, pushes it out, then you pull that out, and then you take the cart.
0: That's the part I couldn't figure out. So um, I had to wait had to w- wait for another person to come along, and I said, May I watch you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> What'd they say? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure.
0: Because, I mean, I guess it's the, like you said, there's this, this cult of Aldi, so, yeah. and maybe they're thinking they're going to indoctrinate me as a new member.
1: Oh, um, there actually is a cult at Aldi. Oh. So, like, when you go in, if you hear somebody say, "cuckoo," That means they're part of the group. I haven't done it yet, but I want to.
0: We need to go to Aldi together and we make should. a video of this. Because I want to hear you do that. I will. Okay, this is crazy. So... Um, <laughs> I figure it out. I figure out, oh, when you put the quarter in, it unlocks the chain in the back and you pull the chain out, but your quarter is still there, so kind of visible. So later, when you push the chain in and lock your cart back up, the quarter pushes back out and you take your quarter and go home. So now I'm I'm indoctrinated, but I'm also still a little off. And I'm going in and I'm trying to get the advertising flyer and there's people I'm I'm blocking the way. People trying to get past me and get about their business. It's like, okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm in there. And I just I just felt so weird because now I've got this cart and I've got the flyer. and I'm trying to find things that are on sale, and everyone's like bustle, 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 bustle. They all know every everybody knows where everything is. Yeah. <laughs> Except me, Cause I, because each Aldi is laid out differently. I'm trying to find the coffee, which um, in this one is off to the far left, and another one it's off. It's a different. Anyway, they're all different. Um, and I've got to find the bottled water. And um, while I'm there, I thought maybe I'd see a leg of lamb for Easter, for Easter dinner this afternoon, you know, and all the things. Um, and they had them frozen. Now I'm trying to call Jerry. Do you want, should I buy this frozen, boneless piece of, of lamb meat? Mm-hmm. Or should I try to find the the fresh lamb meat, all the things? It's meat. Sorry, I shouldn't say the word meat or curious. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, I'm, I eventually I just, Checkout. I, I get to the checkout, and then the the cashier starts talking to me about the lamb, about how good it is. Hmm. And she's got an odd accent, so I had to ask her. I said, "Where, where are you from?" "Oh, I'm from England." How do, cool! Do you know, have you been to that Aldi with the English lady?
1: No, I haven't. Well,
0: she'll talk to you about the lamb because apparently it's her favorite. Hmm. And you know how the British are with their mutton; they love it.
1: They, well, yeah, I mean, it's interesting that you actually had a conversation with her because every time I go, like. They are required to check people out as fast as possible. Yeah, and so, like, the fact that you had a conversation with her is just interesting because, like, any time I go through, they're like, "Bye."
0: <laughs> well, uh, there's another Aldi, the one uh, that was the one in Bearden that I with the British lady, and I okay. it, well, maybe it was because it was after church, that, you know, there wasn't a super duper rush crowd, and and plus she didn't slow down. She's complimenting me on this choice of lamb meat while she's. Hmm pushing everything else through. There was at the other Aldi um, over by Cedar Bluff. It's on Kingston Pike near Cedar Bluff. They actually, actually, I got recognized at that one. Ooh. And they, they radioed to the back. And the lady, the cashier was like, I don't know if you heard that, but we radioed to the people in the back that, you know, Frank from <laughs> the old uh, 102.1 is here.
1: Like, <laughs> That's like, cool. That was
0: eight years ago that I had that job or more. Yeah,
1: but they remembered you. Yeah, yeah.
0: Or nine years now. Wow. Anyways, that was kind of cool. Um, another friend that I have who, uh, who actually recognized me from radio, and that's how we became friends. He would call in and ask for sticks songs all the time, is my friend Steve from Steve's Tree Service. Oh, See, yeah. I find it ironic that his favorite band is Sticks, <laughs> and his job for a living is to cut down sticks that and is- trees and things.
1: I wonder if that's why he likes sticks so much, or...
0: Um, I don't know. I think he liked sticks before he got into the tree business. Maybe. I'll have to ask him. (laughs) I'll edit that out. (laughs) uh, Sorry, hon. Hi, Jerry. (laughs) Well, all right. I guess I should have, uh... Anyway. Uh... (laughs) Steve's tree service. (laughs) I forgot to mute my phone and I left it on the charger way over there. So uh, Steve's tr- so my friend Steve at Steve's Tree Service, um, I'd I have to ask him if that's why he likes sticks. I don't think it is. Uh, but he's um, he used to work in radio, I think, at one point in his life. And so he loves talking about that with me. And he also did a fine job when he came here and cut down the pine trees that used to keep the shade, the pool, to the point where we've hired him to come back um, any day now. I think he's supposed to come um, on April 20th and 21st, to cut down more stuff. There's, we have some trees in the front that, if you look at them up close, you can see that they're unhealthy. They've got, like, those stupid redbud trees.
1: Oh, apple.
0: I mean, redbuds are okay, if, uh, but they um, they aren't meant to last 20, 30 years or however old those ones are. You know, eventually they're going to just, they're like the Bradford pears. They're going to just fall apart.
1: Yeah, I hate those. No. So
0: if you have Bradford pears, get rid of them. Have Steve get rid of those. And red buds I and mean, their life expectancy is probably outlived because these ones are starting to, yeah. So we'll just cut them down and, and plant new things. In fact, what I want to do is plant more dogwood trees, which is ultimately why I have a dogwood flower here, but I'll get to yeah. that in a minute. Those um, dogwoods are beautiful and they can last a long time. I'd like to make more room for those. And when Steve cuts down the stuff in the front, it's going to create more sunlight for the dogwoods that I do have. And therefore, I'll have healthier dogwoods, and it's all exciting stuff. So whatever it is you need, you might just need absolute demolition. Like, I need to talk about next door neighbor into that, just having Steve come in and clear out his backyard the way they did mine, because it was worth it. It was totally worth it, because, you know, it's hard work. Yeah. That's why you pay these guys. Um, they're 100% insured. For the tall uh, maple tree that's got the mistletoe and the mold all over it, they're going to have to use the tree climbers and get up there and slice it and dice it and take it down piece by piece.
1: I love when they do that. They, like, climb it like a cat.
0: Yeah. And they got those, uh, like, blades on their heels to stick yeah. in. And they put uh, ropes on the limbs that they're cutting. And they when they saw them off, there's somebody else, Steve usually, standing over there holding the other end of it. And then they just lower it down. Ah, like, you know. Effortlessly. A graceful landing. Uh, to, the, to the ground without hurting anybody. That's, That's good stuff. It is. So call Steve and Renee, get, and they've both had birthdays recently, by the way. You should tell them happy birthday Happy
1: birthday. Um
0: At 865 257 6214 and tell them you heard about it here on the Frank and Friends show because they are super busy. They've been uh, going gangbusters on the referrals and thanks to the podcast ads, getting lots of business.
1: That's amazing. Glad to hear. Yeah. All
0: right. And what else is going on with you?
1: Well, um
0: You've been modeling, you've been
1: I've been doing some modeling here and there. I've been doing a lot of um like Instagram reels and stuff, trying yeah. to do some fun things. Well I
0: mean after this uh recording session you're gonna go be in a a massage video or photo not a video, what is it? Like
1: a, it's like a photo ad kind of thing that's gonna go on Amazon for their products. Oh okay. So they they sell like little personal devices like where you can massage your back. It's like a little hook thing.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. All right. And so you've got it so you've gotta put
1: Demonstrate those. Yeah. And then, so, that's that. And then, uh, I've also been kind of, like, doing my own kind of modeling thing, like, taking pictures of myself, just trying to...
0: Well, I mean, you're, some of the pictures on... Um, the pictures of you on the website obviously are the best of the best, because that's, you're advertising your own business at NothingRhymesWithOrange.net. Yeah. So, those are glamour shots, and they're great. But um, even on, on... I guess I don't have TikTok, but I know that... Um, I saw one on your Instagram yep. that said it was from TikTok, and um, and you were doing some joke about a, a bathing suit.
1: Yeah, so the thing, like, when I was younger, I used to hate wearing bathing suits because like, I felt like it showed off my stomach too much. Like, I didn't like showing my lower stomach. Well, they stomach.
0: make one-piece bathing suits, but I understand.
1: Well, yeah, but, like, <laughs> I had a belly ring. I wanted that to show, but I didn't want, like, low-rise bathing suit bottoms. Like
0: Britney Spears would wear? Yeah, like, yeah. that's
1: all they had back then. So, I say it like I'm 50 years old, but... Uh,
0: no, I mean, some of these, I know these some of these ones. You, if you were a, a forensic anthropologist, you could identify the bones right there. Oh, look at that <laughs> hip bone yeah. sticking out in plain view.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So, I get a new bathing suit. I'm excited about it. It covers my belly like I want it to. And then I put it on. <laughs> but now there's a new problem. <laughs> my rear hangs out. <laughs>
0: It's not because your rear is a problem. It's because the cut of the bathing suit is the problem.
1: Right. Okay. Like, it's, it's like they moved on from one problem to the next.
0: <laughs> so you made a joke, a comedy video about that. Yeah. And I, so I'm like, oh, that's funny. I can ask Kara about that on the show. That's ha-ha. Yeah. We can laugh about it. <laughs> but that's not what happens when you put something on social media, is it?
1: No. I never post stuff like that. Cause well, I, you I'm, do.
0: Not never. You oh, Rarely.
1: Rarely on rare occasions. Because I, I like to be modest. I don't like attracting attention that is not positive, so like when I posted this, I attracted a whole lot of attention, Frank. <laughs>
0: now, how many followers do you have?
1: I have about 2,700.
0: Okay, so that's a significant number. Yeah. Um, And are they, so there's people you don't know, I'm guessing, in that crowd, and that's a huge number. You can't possibly know them all personally. I
1: um, know about all of them personally. Oh, you personally, do? yeah. Okay. Went to school with them. Um, some are new, but some like want to go out to eat And some are acting like they just want to go on a business call or a business meeting with me and talk about business. And I'm like, really? Wait,
0: are these these comments on the video? I mean, if I looked at the video uh, or the post.
1: These are direct messages on Instagram.
0: So so are you thinking that it's the, the bikini video that prompted them to DM you?
1: 1,000%. One guy messaged me and told me he about fell off his tractor when he saw it.
0: Well, two hands on the wheel, sir, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I mean, got one hand, a phone in one hand, and yeah. no wonder he fell off the tractor. I, I <laughs> oh, what the? Dude, 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 dude. All right, so, I mean, granted, you and I are friends, so regardless of what you post on Instagram, I'm going to say, oh, there's Kara, that's nice. Yeah. But I, I mean, I... I'm reluctant to even click like on some of those because I think, uh, you know, Kira knows that I, I appreciate her work, but um, I, can, um, I can wait and click on the one where she's in the, the beautiful ball gown that, you know, with the train on it. And in, in full it.
1: clothes. Yeah. <laughs> I, she, I, you
0: know, she knows that I, I think she's funny and attractive. I don't need to go be one of a thousand guys, click a like on a bikini picture.
1: Yeah, and like I do feel bad sometimes posting stuff like that because I don't want to make people feel awkward. But then at the same time, like I just thought it was a funny joke to talk about. Yeah,
0: it was funny. It was yeah. a simple. I mean, every, let's be real. In comedy, a, a, a simple butt joke is one of the easiest jokes to not not that it's a bad thing, but one of the jokes we all understand. A kid can get that joke mm-hmm. and go, "Ah, your butt."
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's thought,
0: all it is.
1: I thought it was hilarious.
0: It was. Oh man. But yeah. then I that's see, I don't have that problem, obviously. You know, no one's gonna go slide into my DMs saying, Hey, uh, I really enjoyed that tie you wore. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> you wanna I go
0: know. to lunch? No one's gonna do any of that. Uh but when you're a, a single attractive young woman, you're vulnerable in that way. You're um but it's it's about how do you do that? How do you balance the putting yourself out there? To promote your business and promote yourself and also just express your personality, Mm -hmm. which you're certainly entitled to do. Yeah. And I guess that's, you just have to, you know, delete and block and ignore.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what I do. Just ignore some of them. Some of them I'll respond, but I don't say much back because like I can tell if somebody's really just being nice or if somebody's being creepy.
0: Well, so dudes, here's the key. You're not going to um, get a date with... Not, I'm not just talking about Kira. We can imagine. It can be any anybody. Anybody. You're not going to get a date through a DM on an Instagram. Because you have no idea how many hundreds of others are in there in that mix making you look bad. Because mm-hmm. you're going to look just as bad as all these other creepos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to be the lowest common denominator. You could have send the most beautiful dis, uh, direct message. But you're going to be lumped in with the guy who's saying, Can I see your feet? Yep. <laughs> yep. You don't want to be in that group. Yep. You do not want to be in that group. Stay mm-hmm. out of that. Stay out of those waters.
1: Like, I post so many other just pictures, like, smiling, enjoying life. Yes. I don't get DMs about those.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so there, all right. That's interesting.
1: It is, yeah. It <gasps> is.
0: <laughs> See, I would, assume, I, was, I would have guessed that you get them about all sorts of posts, but it's really it's just the ones that these Pervos, sorry, Pervos, but that's what I'm calling you. Uh oh, interesting.
1: I mean I do get some occasionally, but mm. it's mostly the bikinis that draw in the attention.
0: Well, I mean that's um it's the circle of life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs>
0: It's like, you know, out in the wild, "Oh, look at that, uh, why is that lioness attracting all the attention?" I <laughs>
1: <laughs> Pretty much.
0: <laughs> it goes, "Yes, it's it's the way the way of the world." All it right. Is. Well, that's interesting. You we've taught us something here today, and I'm I'm delighted. Yeah. Um, one other thing I want to talk about before you go is last week we talked about your fig plant and that you are vegan mm-hmm. in the same breath. And of course, to me, it, it didn't even occur to me, but one of my Friends was watching the show and said, you know, Kira just said she's eating, going to eat figs, but she's vegan, so she can't eat figs because figs are not vegan. And I said, uh-uh-uh, uh-uh-uh, because there's a—what did I teach you about this the other day? Because I'm trying to remember what I already yeah. told you.
1: So you told me that over in the Middle East, where figs originate from, they are technically an inverted flower. So over in the Middle East, like there's like an opening in them that yeah. wasp go into— And they get trapped and die.
0: Yes. Their wings break off as they go in there, but they they are successfully bringing pollen from another, it's either they bring the pollen from the male fig to the female fig, I think is the way it actually goes, but it could be the way, yeah, that makes sense. And they fertilize the fig, and the fig, you know, it helps make more fig trees. That's how, that's the birds and the bees, Kira. So, um, you know, like the fig trees wearing a bikini and the wasp go. (laughs) 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 So... (laughs) Um, But I don't understand why that makes it not vegan, just because a a wasp died in it. But apparently...
1: I mean, anything with any kind of harm or any kind of animal product... Do you eat
0: honey, then? You don't eat honey.
1: I don't. I mean, it doesn't bother me. I know that the argument for honey is that some bees die when they take out the the little trays of the honey, but...
0: But it's still an animal product. I mean, what's the difference between honey and milk? That's true. You know, I mean a cow doesn't die when you take its milk.
1: But the difference is like the milk is like a hormone thing meant to feed the babies.
0: Okay, Whereas the honey?
1: Honey's just like something that the bees just like I think they vomit it out.
0: Okay, it's just bee vomit. It's waste product. Pretty much. All right. So therefore, if there's a dead wasp in your fig, your Middle Eastern, your I think it's called the Smyrna fig or the Calimyrna, are the two varieties of figs mm-hmm. that still use that method, okay? So the, the fig digests, the fig plant digests the body of the wasp. So it's like a Venus flytrap in that regard. Mm-hmm. The wasp is disintegrated, but purists say, oh, I can't eat a fig." I think they're just afraid. I think they just don't like figs. But yeah. the fig variety that you bought, which is the same kind that I have, brown turkey, these things, I mean, they've been so scientifically developed. They're to the effect similar to like you know, seedless grapes and seedless oranges and things like that.
1: So these are waspless figs, <laughs> right?
0: They don't. The hole doesn't even open up wide enough for a, a wasp to get in there. Now you'll find, as you grow some, that when the fig over is overripe, it will split, and ants will get in there and try to eat the the fig. But you can just wash the ants off; they don't stay there. You know, I mean, or you could throw out the fig. You don't have to eat it.
1: Yeah, just give it to the ants.
0: Or the possums or the raccoons or the squirrels or whoever is going to come and eat your figs overnight. Yeah, Yeah, if you leave them them on the tree too long.
1: So somewhere out in the world, there's a vegan out there with a sign in the Middle East saying, Save the wasps. (laughs) 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 Kill the (laughs) figs.
0: Because that's what vegans would do. (laughs) I I wouldn't, but... Save the wasps. Well done. (laughs) All right, well, on that note, uh, I'll say thanks so much. (laughs)
1: Thank you. I really
0: appreciate you coming in and doing four episodes of the show, and I hope you'll uh, join us again sometime. What a joy to have you.
1: Of course, I've appreciated getting to see you again and hang out again. Yeah, it's
0: like old times. Mm -hmm. You know, we used to have, I did um, use the old uh, Frank and Kira hashtag. on uh, on one of the Instagram photos, just to see what it would connect to.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: so check that out if you want, just for some, a lot of bird pictures, a lot of us with birds. birds. You're on my fridge, I forgot to tell (gasps) you. There's a picture of us at uh, Parrot Mountain over there on the the fridge.
1: Oh, I see it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah,
0: so I think of you frequently. All right. Um, if you'd like to support the Frank and Friends Show, you can do it by buying some of our merchandise at frankandfriendsshow.com/slash store. We have uh, all sorts of drinkware, clothing, um, whether you need hoodies or more likely now, t-shirts, bucket hats. Uh, we've got beach towels, um, you know, things. All kinds stuff, of Stuff, bags, tote bags, uh, I think backpacks maybe. Mm. Sorry, I, just, I can't hold the cup without taking a sip of water. Um, Another way to support The Frank and Friends Show is by checking out Audible and all of the thousands of titles. You can just listen and enjoy and hear audiobooks and podcasts. And now, custom entertainment made specifically for Audible that you can't find anywhere else as a way to want you to to entice you in, to get you to try it out. Another way to entice you in is with our code, which is audibletrial.com slash Show Gives you 30 days of free access to Audible. Gives you a credit for one free download during that 30 days. And then you normally would get more one every month after. But you don't pay for anything until after your first 30 days. And you really get to try it out. And that first download, it's an MP3. You keep it forever. You put it on whatever computer or device you want to use to save it and store it and enjoy it and my advice is find the longest one you can get and when i used i found a, an improv textbook handbook that was like 14 hours
1: oh my goodness i know that poor person who had to read it
0: well it was multiple guys it was, it was oh. a bunch of famous improvisers from um, uh, icb in new york but anyway um <laughs> or ucb yeah, UCB, Upright Citizens Brigade. Uh, ICB is a intercontinental ballistic missile, I think. Anyway, not, aside from that, you can learn things when you go to Audible. So go learn and go to audibletrial.com dot com slash frank and friends show. Kira, once again, thanks so much for uh, watching, liking, listening, sharing, subscribing, and you've gotten our subscriber count has gone up because of Kira's family. Really? Yes, I think uh, I know your mom, your grandma, a few others have uh, have told us they. Uh, subscribed just in the yeah. two weeks that you've been with us. So cheers to you. Yay! Alright. <laughs> Thanks for watching. I'm Frank Murphy. And
1: I'm Kira Cup. And we'll
0: talk to you again next time.
1: Bye.